Dr. Hazel, are you as confused as I am? Well, that would be a little difficult for a hyper-intelligent time weasel, but, uh, yes, Avic, perhaps just a little. Just why are the UK military so interested in a load of greenhouses full of flowers? Now, my Terran history is not up to much, but I'm fairly sure the 1970s didn't see the weaponization of the tulip. <laughs> ah, it could be worse. They might have had nuclear pansies on the premises. I've told you two to be quiet already. Ah, Ted, shun! Come on, officer in the room. Nicely done, Sergeant Benetton. So, these are our little saboteurs, eh? Thought you could just poke around a sensitive xenobotany installation willy-nilly, eh? Well, I can tell you, you're both for the proverbial high jump and no mistake. Colonel Archway Badger, I'm sorry, but you owe me an explanation at least. Just what are entity troops doing running all around my research greenhouses? Ah, all in good time, Dr. Garland. Once we've these miscreants trapped in irons and in the guardhouse, you and I can have a chinwag and I'll bring you up to speed. Ah, Capital, I see you've already boiled the kettle as well. Tea? Honestly, does everybody on this planet do nothing other than make tea? Actually, Doctor, that's the one thing around here I rather like. Across the heavens they came! Advic Goose and Doctor Weasel, eternal misadventurers into the unknown. Having accidentally gate-crashed a UK military botanical research centre, neither of them has managed to get a grasp on what, if any, threat lies within its walls in Doctor Weasel and the Demented Daffodils of Denim 7, Part 3. Right, Sergeant Benetton, carry on. Get these chaps out of here while Ms... Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. Dr Garland and I have a reconnoitre to see what sort of chaos they've created. What you are, sir. Come along, you orbital pair, and don't think about trying anything funny. Funny? <laughs> Chance would be a fine thing. Wait, Colonel. Advic and the Doctor might not have supposed to have been in here, but the only chaos I've seen is being created by your soldiers marching around out there. I can't... Won't stand for it. Hang on a second. Whatever do you mean, Dr. Garland? Look, I'm sorry to butt into all this wonderful back and forth between the military and the scientific elite, but I've explained to Jill here, Abvik and I accidentally landed our ship. Parked our car? Oh, yeah, quite. Uh, parked our car on the edge of this research base, and then we came looking for a cup of sugar? Petrol? Is it uranium? I always get those two confused. Oh, that's one mistake. You'll only make the ones, Abvik. Ah, uh, but anyway, uh, you see, Mr. Colonel, uh, we came looking for fuel, and, uh, well, blow me down, that's when Jill found us all lost and confused in one of her greenhouses. And we're ever so sorry, and, uh, promise, cross his heart and hope he dies, that we'll never do it again. Blimey, these two don't off go on. Quite. Look, Dr. Huizel, Advic, your motives might or might not have been innocent. But I'm afraid that you've strayed into a highly restricted entity base of operations, and you're still going to have to answer a few questions. Entity? I'm sorry, my knowledge of ancient history... Current affairs! My awareness of current affairs isn't all that, but I've never heard of entity. What branch of the UK military forces are you? Coast Guard? Boy Scouts? Do I look like I've just stepped off a shit, you furry idiot? Sergeant, a little decorum, please. Sorry, sir. And to answer your question, Doctor, while Entity draws personnel from the British Armed Forces, we are actually under the aegis of the United Nations. Oh. Well, I've never heard of you either. An Entity. What kind of a stupid name is that? Far from stupid, young fellow, my lad. It's rather an important acronym. 
It stands for Earth Nations Terrestrial and Interplanetary Task Force Initiative. Task Force is two words. You should be Antifi. Also, entities are Y at the end, uh, not an I. <laughs> You're telling me that that's the best your marketing people could come up with. It's pitiful. Perfect. Don't mock their limited military intelligence. <laughs> you uh, never know when they might accidentally shoot someone. Probably you. What's in the boot blazes? Sergeant, go and find out right away. Can do, sir. Right, lads, look sharpish. I need to report to Sweet Light. Ah, now you see, Colonel, uh, that might be this little problem we encountered in Greenhouse 7 earlier. Now, while we didn't actually see anything, did we? No, no, not think at all. But there was this most peculiar noise. My hyper-intelligent brain has been cogitating on the matter, and I have concluded that it's probably, and bear in mind this is mostly educated guesswork, but very good educated guesswork, very well-educated guesswork, Avrog Sigma Radishman from Sagittarius 9. Doctor, we only grow flowers here. Exotic flowers, certainly. But no vegetables of any kind. No vegetables? Well, in that case, I haven't got the first clue what it actually is. Fat lot of use you are, Doctor. As per usual. Colonel, Dr. Garland, I think you better come and look at this. It's... it's... Look, you just gotta go and see it for yourselves. Yes, I agree, Benetton. Come along, everyone. Let's go and see what's causing all this commotion outside. What the hell is that, Doctor? Coming out of Greenhouse 7, it looks like... like... A number of gigantic walking... daffodil? I assume, Dr. Garland, that this isn't a normal part of your research. Giant walking flowers? No, Colonel. It is not. Well, don't you worry your pretty little head. This is exactly the sort of thing that Entity was set up to deal with. Benetton, chap with five statements, five rounds, rapid. What you are, sir? Okay, Tompkins, you heard a man. Cut that flower down to size. Well, that worked well, didn't it? I don't think we've managed to was annoy it. Why do military forces the universe over always assume that the answer to any problem is to pump it full of lead or blast it with disruptor beams? I assume your solution, Dr. Weasel, will be to wave your sonic toothbrush at it and make a stirring speech? It's rather been my experience, Advic, that nine times out of ten, that has exactly the desired effect. Gentlemen, lady, watch and learn how a real hero deals with alien menaces from beyond the stars. They're aliens, then? No, they're flowers that just popped over from Hellrifford for the evening. Of course they're alien, Mr. Sergeant. They're a dead ringer for the motile megaflora of Denip 7, actually, now I can think about it. Doctor? Uh, they're coming this way. I, I think you better do your thing. Dead worry, folks, we've, we've got a lot of stickier scrapes than this. He may look, sound, and smell like a raging baboon. But I'll confess, Dr. Weasel does rather come through in a crisis. That's the nicest thing you've ever said to me, Alvik. Right, you floral fops, eat sonic disruption! Bravo, Doctor. I think you've made them even more angry. Perhaps the lack of ears is a factor. Flowers don't get angry, Colonel. They don't have emotions. You can't upset a tulip. Actually, Jill, I'm fairly sure Dr. Weasel has managed it. 
because all those gigantic Navian daffodils are heading right towards us now. Bravo, Doctor! Another momentous first. Even by your normally low standards of competence, you've done yourself. Oh, go boil your head off, Nick. Right, Colonel. <laughs> I hate to say this, but uh, they're getting a lot closer. I really think it might be time to lie down one of those withering fields of fire you soldier chaps love. Thank you, Doctor. I would never have thought of that. Thank goodness I have you to act as my scientific advisor. Okay, men. Pick your targets and open fire. We need to nip these things in the bud. For a minute, I thought you were going to leave them alone. Anyone? Oh, marvellous. Everyone's doing puns now. Cue the announcer! Ha! Entity picks themselves too big a fight. Can the Doctor root out the cause of the problem? And why hasn't anyone tried just sitting down and talking to these flowers? I know I often talk to my begonias, and they've never once caused me problems. Certainly not the kind of problems we're going to see in part four of Dr. Weasel and the Demented Daffodils of Deneb 7. Dr. Weasel, the Weasel Tele Audio Enterprise Production featuring Randolph Weasel and Dr. Weasel, Coonting Goose as Advic Goose, Sarah Meadows as Dr. Jill Garland, John Gabacole as the Colonel, and Elliot Stubart Stewart as Sergeant Benetton.